0: Welcome to the Drive Time News Blast. 30 minutes, 45 for patrons of news of the day. From a perspective of truth, liberty and justice. This is Monica Perez.
1: And I'm Brad Binkley.
0: Well, today is Share the Show Tuesday, and it has been a while since I gave my thoughts on why you should share the show and really why the show. Why do we do this show? And I'll tell you, these days, I feel like it, this if you listen on Tuesdays you know I I usually have something different some different insight that I've come up with with why what keeps us going. So one thing that I've noticed that's been changing lately is what people are going through out there in the world. And for a while I was getting emails like all the time saying this, that, this community that we're building, this show, our honest dialogue, the people you can connect with through our website, propreport.com or uh, our Patreon is keeps people going because in their own communities, they can't find people who can see the truth. Now I feel like lately it's almost like the battle lines have been drawn and there are just two sides. There's kind of the, Um, People who hate unvaccinated people, the and the people who are skeptical of the vaccines like that seems to be where the line is being drawn now because vaccine mandates are coming down. um, Exemptions are being denied. There are mask mandates at the school. It's becoming a battle because people don't want their kids to wear masks all day. It's we I'm among the people who think that it is mentally and physically bad and not having no benefit that's my personal opinion so now we have people who are looking for like-minded folks for other people to join a protest for sharing ideas like we do in our zoom party the last zoom party we did people were talking about protests now i'm getting patrons telling me about the protests that they're arranging today is a big trucker protest uh um one of our patrons said she did um an uh A protest against the mask mandates on the first day of school in our town yesterday. So now I feel like we're moving into we we might actually be able to mount an active Resistance here. So let's, you can share this show with people you think might be ready to take action. And we're going to continue to do what we can do to build this community. One thing I've been doing if you have any kind of event that you think other propaganda report listeners would want to be a part of, go ahead and let me know. Tell me about the event. I will announce it on the show and I will send you, free of charge, of course, a T shirt, a propaganda report T shirt. That way, anybody who heard the call on the show to go to your events, your protests, your activity, to your um, farmer's market, whatever it is, can see you in the t-shirt and they will come up to you and say hello. And that's how we are going to build the resistance out in the real world. So share the show with anyone you think might be ready to take action and be on our side of the battle. And protest with love,
1: they protest with hate. They try and smear and they try and provoke and they try and catch people when they are in their worst moments after they've provoked them. So one, document yourself if you're protesting with with cameras so that you can show that you weren't doing something if someone else tries to set you up in a situation to make you look bad. But don't do what they do. They protest with hate, protest with love.
0: Absolutely. I think it's a big setup when they bait you and then you respond with well-deserved irritation. And that's the only that that just gets cut out out of context. So I agree. Stay strong. Stay strong. Okay, I have
1: an interesting story today out of Amherst College. Some of you might have seen a related trend on Twitter about this story last night. I'll comment on that in a minute. But here's the story. Amherst College has really taken this public health precautions to a cartoonish level as they have tightened their restrictions for the first two and a half weeks of, of the school year. And these restrictions include indoor double mask mandates two COVID test upon arrival bi weekly testing requirements. So you got to test when you get there and you got to do it twice a week, along with the double masking. There are limits on indoor gatherings, off campus travel restrictions, and they have eliminated in person dining services. Now, with these measures in mind, it is important to note that this school already requires their students, faculty, and staff to be fully vaccinated. So you have to be fully vaccinated, and you have to double mask, and you can't go have dinner in the dining room, and you have to limit your gatherings. Basically, come to Amherst and just lock yourself in a prison where you can only take your mask off in your dorm room is basically what it boils down to. You can have no parties. You can have no events with alcohol. You can't even celebrate after sports games. One of the examples of what they can do when it comes to traveling outside of the the town, they can go to Amherst town they can go to the town, but they can only do it for essential travel. So they can only go to banks or they can only go to get groceries or whatever. They cannot go to bars or restaurants and they must wear masks indoors. So they are controlling the behavior of these students outside of the school campus which is interesting why would you go to the school if you find out well this wasn't in place until after they keep doing these things where they put these measures in place after people have already you know bought in but there is a little bit of pushback finally so these are these are the students who have Gotten the vaccination. So they, they're fully vaccinated. They, they were OK with that. And then they got these measures. There is a open letter that has been signed by over 800 students. And it's not really a letter. It's a poem. And the poem says this. President Martin, roses are red, violets are blue. Your email Tuesday smelt like dog poo. That is their form of pushback. They are being forced to get vaccinated and isolated in a room and not being allowed to go off campus and do activity by their school. And their form of pushback is to put their name on an open letter that is... Eight words, nine words of a little poem. I, I'm glad that they are finally pushing
0: back, but come on, people. This is. Amherst this. is considered a very prestigious school. Like they should be able to come up with more than that. And as parents, I would be infuriated that they have you, you commit to paying the tuition. And I'm sure those people did commit to paying the tuition before these rules came in place. I'm sure in the fine print of that commitment, it said, you will bend over and take whatever we give. But I mean, this this is beyond the pale, but they but they're doing it. And I really wonder at some point, like why people would be going out if there were if this were really a plague. People would be afraid of it.
1: Yeah. This, to me, seems just clearly like what will people put up with testing the boundaries of what people will accept. They've already accepted the vaccine. They've already said you can't come to our school unless we give you the jab. They've accepted that. What next? Mask indoors, double mask indoors. Well, let's control their behavior off campus as well. They're test subjects, in my opinion. The ironic thing here is if you type in Amherst College into Google, the first subject that comes up is their website. And that little blurb that you see underneath it, it says, since 1821, Amherst has prepared critical and creative thinkers for lives of purpose and discovery. That tradition continues. No,
0: it does not. Amherst is claiming that they still train people to think critically. Yeah, that's the first line underneath their search result. Okay, well, let's let's do some critical thinking right now. Are you ready? Because those people probably just about all of those people certainly freshmen going into college. Anybody who's 18 or under has if they've been vaccinated, it's been with the Pfizer vaccine. Right. So 12 to 18 is the is only Pfizer. And I guess 18 and above is everything else. So some of those people may have been able to access a different vaccine, but it's really Pfizer. Pfizer is now they're saying Pfizer is considered the gold standard. And it happens to be that now is when all the bad press is coming out about Pfizer. I mean, I'll put in the show notes numerous, numerous things, one of which is it is very clear now or the study shows that I've attached in the notes that Uh, variants of the Delta variant that you're more susceptible to getting sicker having had the vaccine. I believe that's what this study shows. I know that the FDA approval document includes that risk vaccine enhanced respiratory disease as a risk of pfizer as well as carditis so those are known risks but i believe the studies are showing that it's true at the same time you see in israel people who have gotten the third dose of pfizer so now they're saying that uh, yesterday i brought the story that people with two doses of pfizer in israel are more susceptible to getting sicker going forward i mean that's what this stuff is saying now some now 14 people who got the third dose which seems like a new thing to me anyway i don't know anybody who's gotten a third dose 14 of those people got covid so the third dose is now not gonna be enough and that goes hand in hand with the idea that we're gonna have two doses a year forever for the people who have been double vaccinated by pfizer so this is really alarming me i do know a lot of people who have gotten two doses of pfizer and i'm really really worried now but i have something else to report, which is...
1: I was going to say, that also sounds like testing the limits of what people will accept. Well, the third one didn't work as much as we thought it would. How about a fourth? How about a fifth? How about a, how about a 20th? At what point well, will people stop?
0: I, I don't know when their critical thinking is going to kick in, and I don't know how, if they're going to be right or wrong, because if they have created a crisis for you in that the Delta variants and variants of the Delta variant are make you sicker if you've been vaccinated, and the only answer is more. I mean, this is something that we've speculated on in the past is that are they setting us up to have a because that's when I was using the expression independently healthy. What you don't want is to be addicted to drugs for the rest of your life and going off the grid would kill you like being trans or being diabetic. Like if you go if you don't if you don't get your medicines you're physically ill like you have to be connected. If they can destroy your immune system and require you to get two shots a year just to not get this deadly illness. I believe that was part of their goals. But here is a an absolute smoking gun if you ask me that it's intentional. Ready?
1: Mhm.
0: Okay. So, I just read the South African scientists say a new variant may have quote increased transmissibility. This variant was first found in May. So then I went back because I remember Noticing this, I went back to an August 2nd article, which outlines the four, quote, variants of concern. I believe it's the World Health Organization that have identified four variants of concern, alpha, beta, gamma, delta. Don't even get me started about the nomenclature. It's very misleading because they're all beta coronaviruses. Then they renamed the variants by Greek letters, but that should be like a clade level or a genus. I don't know. It's very confusing, but let's just stick with the nomenclature they are using. The alpha variant came from UK. The beta variant came from India. No, from South Africa. The gamma variant came from Brazil and the delta variant came from India. I remember reading the AstraZeneca trials, and the AstraZeneca trials took place in the UK, South Africa, and Brazil. I said, wow, isn't that funny that the variants I've seen emerge, now I didn't realize that the World Health Organization had identified four variants of concern, but I did notice that the three variants that seemed to be hitting the news were all from places that I had read the three AstraZeneca trials came, came from, Okay. So, I mentioned that to my husband. He said, yeah, but the Delta variant came from India. So, that's the one that is like the big one. I was like, really? Wow. Okay. That's weird. Because, I don't know, maybe they say it came from India, but it really came from another place. Then I stumble upon today an article from, um, I don't know where this article was from, mainstream media. India did AstraZeneca trials. It was just under a different name. So I found from October 20th, 2020, an AstraZeneca press release that said this, COVID-19 vaccine AZD1222 clinical trial resumed in Japan. This follows the restart of trials in the UK, Brazil, South Africa, and India. So I don't know, Japan is like very strict, so maybe they're not going to do this, but... What I'm telling you is AstraZeneca said they were doing trials in five places, not including Japan, which seems to be treated separately, the UK, Brazil, South Africa, and India. And those are the places where the four variants of concern, as highlighted from the World Health Organization at this moment, ha- uh, arose.
1: Where they so did the trials. Where it's, they did the yeah. trials.
0: So if the, tri- if the vaccine itself gives rise to these these vaccine resistant or more transmissible or more infectious it's almost like a de facto gain of function event and since that's where the trials were taking place those were the first places that would have experienced the astrazeneca effect i'm gonna call it so interesting I mean, this isn't like a coincidence. This isn't an overlap. This is a one-to-one correlation. You, The variant of concern exists where and only where AstraZeneca did their trials. Now that it's out in the world, I'm sure that they will come out from wherever. But... That's I that's a foreseeable coincidence because we knew about antibody dependent immune enhancements since the 60s as for coronavirus and so some pneumoviruses, whatever, RSV. So this was anticipated. We talked about this a year ago, and it's exactly what happened. And I always claim that if it's foreseeable, you have to presume it's intentional.
1: Yeah. solinski talks about the quote-unquote unintentional effects being the actual intentional Inten- effects.
0: Yeah, the primary purpose. Yeah. You know, it's a feature, not a bug. And I would say in this case, that's extra, extra true.
1: You Anyways, said that so. it was tested under a different name over there? Th- yeah, a- the
0: the Indian one is... Um, I have it right here. It's it's from the Serum Institute, I believe is what they call it, because it's like government oriented, the Serum Institute of India. But it's the same one.
1: I just find it interesting that this naming, the changing of names using different names, we talked about this last week, how the Comerta, -comerta the new name of Pfizer, that's already caused just a whole host of problems and confusion. And it's led people down certain rabbit holes and it's kept people occupied. They can do so many things just by simply changing the name of something.
0: Absolutely. Anyway, so but I did want to shout out those truckers who are protesting today. A lot of truckers are just uh, standing down from their rigs. The guy who uh, who originally whose brainchild it was, he is called the uh, on the disrespected trucker three. At Disrespected Trucker 3 was banned for TikTok for bringing this up. I think he got 80,000 followers, you know, within a matter of days. And he said August 31st is the day that we need to just not work to to protest vaccine mandates. So a shout out to that guy. Good luck. Is that in the U.S.? I'd heard that was happening in Australia. Yes, as well. it's co it's coincident with Australia. Awesome. probably intentionally. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: that's great. I do have another question. Have there been clinical trials done where subjects get four and five and six? shots. I doubt it. I don't know what the rules are around that, but I would think that would need to be tested.
0: Yeah, I wonder. I I, I think they have done trials on the third shot. I think they, they have to apply through some process. I really don't know. But but uh, I, I'm a little disheartened that the First Amendment that, you know, I'm happy for these truckers to do protests, but I want to protest in Washington. And I feel like protesting is no longer no longer a thing. Not, and, and I can't help but say that the January 6th protests that are being depicted as being violent, we could absolutely counter that with hours and hours and hours, hundreds of hours of iPhone footage, except for no one will post it because they don't want to get doxxed or visited for the by the FBI just for being peaceful. So I just I feel like our hands are tied now and and the walls are closing in. Yeah,
1: they're cracking down a lot with this January 6th, quote, insurrection, protest. There's a lot of different ways to describe it. One of the lawyers that represents 16 or 17 of the defendants, 16 of the defendants, has gone missing. This guy represents more defendants than any other single lawyer involved in the January 6th cases. Nobody can find him. His name is John Pierce. He... Hasn't tweeted since the 20th, despite being active on Twitter for the most part. He has missed a week's worth of court cases. He know the prosecutors can't get in touch with him via phone, via email, and his Los Angeles office phones have been disconnected. His former cell phone number is no longer his number and calls to his new number go directly to voicemail. This has left the cases for 16 of these defendants in limbo because they have no counsel. Now, they have had somebody standing in for him. There's a guy named Ryan Marshall, who was referred to as Pierce's associate. This guy has been showing up in his place and just kind of representing or speaking on behalf of the defendants. However, he is not a licensed attorney in that district, so he can't officially represent these defendants. So they're just on hold now. Now, where is this Pierce guy? So you would think if this Marshall guy was his associate that he might be able to get in contact with him. Well, Marshall initially told a judge that Pierce was in an accident, a car accident, and was hospitalized. Then he told another judge that Pierce was actually hospitalized with COVID-19 and was on a ventilator. Then he came in last Thursday and he told prosecutors that actually he didn't know where Pierce was because he has had no direct contact with him and he was getting conflicting information from other friends of Pierce's about whether or not he actually had COVID or what the deal was. A lot of shadiness going on. My first thought on that was, did somebody kill this guy? What's going on with him? Is he, did, did, was he discovering something and they needed to silence him? But then I looked into his background a little bit. He's got a pretty shady background. He actually was representing Kyle Rittenhouse. He was one of the initial lawyers representing Kyle Rittenhouse, but he was fired from representing Kyle Rittenhouse because he was involved in what appeared to be a fundraising scheme with Lynn Wood, exploiting Kyle Rittenhouse's purpose by soliciting donations for his case online that the money went to a nonprofit that was set up by Lynn Wood and this lawyer, Pierce. And... The lawyers for Rittenhouse now fear that Pierce could get away with $2 million worth of the bail if Rittenhouse is acquitted. So this guy has been trying to exploit these various crisis situations. Another one of his former legal partners has come out and said that Pierce is just a fraud and a con man who lies to everybody. Which I think that is really interesting because... That is probably what the case is. I did try to do a little background on this guy to see if his name was actually Pierce. I haven't been able to discover whether he's changed his name or not, but... He might have just gone off the grid. He might have exploited a bunch of money from these defendants, and he might be gone now because he doesn't really care. This illustrates just how con men reign supreme in times of crisis. They will do anything. Read these books about how con men operate and then apply it to the bigger politicians. This guy's just a more lower-level, mid-level con man. But when we look at the actual politicians in suits that are speaking to us through television, they're doing the same thing, just in a
0: more professional, slick way i wouldn't be surprised if you're right about that i actually i totally think that i mean there's so many january 6 defendants i wouldn't be in the least bit surprised if some of them are just low hanging fruit total and of course i would say any legitimate person is totally innocent because i don't think anything went on there that wasn't just set up by agents provocateur all that kind of stuff that that's what i think but there are cases where the lawyers get uh get harassed or eliminated i remember the miriam Carey case that was some case i wrote a st- uh, an article on my on monicaperezshow.com said who is miriam Carey?" i think is the name of that article and she was the woman who was shot 13 times by the capitol police and i believe got a standing ovation. who i believe got a standing ovation in congress for doing that as her small baby was in the car and the baby was rescued so her her lawyer wait you say the capitol police got a standing ovation in congress yes oh wow yeah for putting down the threat okay so it's a very very interesting story you should read my article on it so that her lawyer came out swinging and was put in jail for like court fees owed or something, and the fine was $1,000 a day for him to pay. So, like, for every day he was in jail, unable to pay this huge amount of fines he had already owed, he was accruing. Uh, that's called debtor's prison. <laughs> I believe it's, it's uh, not okay. Um, I think that it would kind of uh, be a constitutional violation. <laughs> so, another one is was the San Bernardino, the people who were who were accused of being terrorists in San Bernardino, which I absolutely, again, do not believe that story at all. The lawyer came out for the family and said, I never gave any credence to what happened in Connecticut at that school. But now I understand what people who did not believe the official story, because this is just one of those times that guy disappeared, like to the point where there aren't even articles like that guy disappeared. It's just that guy doesn't exist, never existed. It's like God stopped thinking about him and his. he was wiped from the <laughs> face of the earth. Probably changed his name like that one guy. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Miguel Rodriguez, who um, transitioned. And I won't out her. But yeah, she was or he at the time was the one who wrote the letter saying, hey, Brett Kavanaugh, uh, the who replaced him as, I think, an, a, a U.S. attorney. I'm resigning because Vince Foster did not commit suicide. The evidence does not support it. Brett Kavanaugh and, and Ken Starr maybe took the, the place there. So, yeah, you're right. That guy disappeared. I was thinking oh, about yeah. the
1: immigrant. Related to Trump when Trump launched his campaign that you pointed out.
0: Yeah. The guy whose name we can't remember because they did a little. (laughs) Right. Like whatever. Find him. Yeah. Can't remember his name. nuts. Yeah. It's crazy. And then Lori Loughlin got a great lawyer. Great lawyer. I think it was the U.S. attorney uh, in the Enron case. And the court. We spent time trying to separate her case from her husband's case so that they couldn't both use that lawyer. And then before long, that lawyer wasn't really on the case, just a, a more junior lawyer was on the case. And ultimately, she plied out. But that's why. When i I've talked about this before and I will talk about it again with, um, with Brian Festa. He said, you know, he wants to be the ones to get the precedent set in these court cases defending religious exemptions and that kind of thing. Because if you get a clown in there or if you get somebody compromised in there, or you get somebody who doesn't really believe in the cause, they might not fight the best fight. And then you have a precedent on the books that doesn't. Strictly hold to the law as we need it to read true to the law, meant to be a defense of our rights. Any compromise in those precedents, very, 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 very hard to overcome. So I do encourage people to go to we the Patriots That's that's the thing. Right. And yeah. commit to ten. So I've had listeners ask me to match, which I have done. But if you just go in there and commit to 10, it's $10 a month, like your favorite podcast or um, whatever. And then you also at, try to share that information with 10 people. And what you can do actually is share our show from with Brian Festa from last Friday. It's a good show and it talks about religious exemptions. So that would be a great way. If you could share that with 10 people, I think that speaks for itself. I, I don't really mean to pitch it, but it's got to be pitched right now. This, we're ready to take action. And, and I, and I'm a believer in the legal process for that right now. I mean, people pushing back on me, but yeah, and he's helping
1: people. He's actually helping people get exemptions, and he's legitimately getting results.
0: You know, the system is corrupt, but those processes are in there because everyone has known since the beginning of this country that the system becomes corrupt. Those processes are in there to protect us against an inevitably corrupting system. We have got to use those for as long as we have them. Got to kick the can of revolution down the road a little bit while we can, because it's going to be ugly, and what will emerge from the ashes, I just do not. Not know so. I'm really in favor of the people who are fighting the good fight. Man, there's always always more to these days. You know, you think there's it's no fun anymore because Trump isn't on the front pages, but it's it's not more fun. It's much more serious. But it's there's always something.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of extreme stuff going on these days. But before we get to our last big story of the free thirty, where Monica will lay out how the narrative surrounding Afghanistan is an example of the incompetence canard. I want to tell you what we're going to talk about in the Patreon 15. Did a prominent philanthropist come out as a Satanist recently? We'll let you know. And you can decide. <laughs> and an old episode of The Office gets canceled. And, of course, a big thanks to our sponsor of today's show, DROM, a new values-based dating app. So, Dating Act's acts. Dating acts. That's what you can call it in a lot of time, a lot of times it is an act, but dating apps are terrible. They're superficial. They're face swiping apps. They have these quote unquote expert matching apps that just end up being a waste of time. Dating apps are really bad for the most part. Until now, DROM has the answer to those problems that other dating apps have. DROM is a free, new values based dating app where you pick the deal breakers and the deal makers, such as politics, religion, and any other value that is most important to you. So if you need somebody who is vaccinated, need somebody who's not vaccinated, if you're a conspiracy theorist, if you don't like conspiracy theorists, if you love Trump, if you hate Trump, whatever your values are. I know there's a lot more values than just the political realm like that, but that's top of mind right now. You can use that to attract your match. I think it's a fantastic idea. And they do a video. So you don't have to worry about 10 year old pictures or photoshopped photos. Go ahead, Monica.
0: It's cool because so I love this app. And it's very fun for me. And I wish they had it just for like friends. People want to have cocktails with me, but because I am uh, happily married. But if that, you know, whatever, it's just it's very fun. So i am been checking it out. And the way it works is if you so you can pick whatever category you don't have to pick every category. So like it could be hair color. Like it's like, what's your hair color? So you so it says, are you a brunette? So you don't have to pick that category, but if you want to pick that category, then you have the chance to say, I am a brunette or I am not a brunette, or you don't even have to answer that question. And you can just say, I want a brunette or I don't want a brunette. And like, so you don't have to answer anything you don't want to. And you can answer it with respect to yourself, or you can answer it with respect to a mate. So I think that that's nice because it just lays it all out there, and uh, it's very fun. And our out, you have a sub community. So if you do it with the prop report, you there's like a little sub community there that you can access directly. I think you access those people directly, or there are like subcategories there where you can find people in that community who have your kind of deal makers and deal breakers. So. Since we did this ad yesterday, it's starting to populate. So at the end of the free 30 today, I'm going to tell you what some of the deal makers and deal breakers that people have put into our community, people in our community have posted. It's kind of fun.
1: You know what it does? First dates are like weird, awkward interviews anyway. This cuts right to it. It cuts out that nonsense. It gets to the the meat of the matter figuratively and perhaps literally as well. <laughs> Sign up free at DROM.DATE slash prop report. That's D-R-O-M.date slash prop report. And as Monica said we will look at some of those a little bit later on and also check us out on Patreon. Go check out our premium tiers at patreon.com/propaganda report with each higher tier comes another layer of live interactive events with Monica and I we have our first Friday DPP parties and we have our patron saint Zoom parties where we talk about topics uh, like sustainable living, homeschooling. These are our Patreon generated topics from patrons and they're always very fascinating. We pull the knowledge of uh, everybody in our community. Go ahead, Monica.
0: It's not going to be First Friday DPP. This it's stuff's moving right. around. So I'm actually out of town this weekend because it's Labor Day weekend, I have a wedding. So. It's going to be a second Friday, GPP. That's going to be September 10th. So we will see you there. And but we are going to have a Zoom party in September for patron saints. So maybe off the grid living. If you have any suggestions, let me know.
1: Yeah, check it out. We have a great, highly engaged, very attractive community on Patreon. (laughs) Patreon. Patreon.com slash Propaganda Report. Wow, so drum
0: happens (laughs) to tap into this weirdly attractive Propaganda Report community. That is right. And now on
1: to our final story of the Free 30.
0: Okay, so here's the thing. Afghanistan. I'm listening this morning to the news. I I avoid the topic because I really hate being spoon-fed artificial scenarios and being told how to feel about it and told how angry to get. And there's a bunch of crap going on. We left all these. uh, In our rush to leave 20 years Later, in a rush to leave, we've left a lot of weapons behind because billions, billions of dollars, dollars yeah, worth. Yeah. So because Biden is an idiot and we should be angry at Biden because Biden is bad. Biden is a Democrat. Biden is stupid. Biden is incompetent. Um, and it's just it's laughable to me that people who fell for all this crap. Or who were angry that all this crap was spewed at Trump, how ridiculous it was, are now spewing it about Biden. Like It is very clear this has nothing to do. Biden is not an autocrat. He doesn't just tell everyone everything to do. That's not how it works. That's not how it works, even if it works right. And it definitely isn't how it works when it's got all this corruption and deep statery and all of that. So there's something going on here. I I have always believed that we have armed the world just to justify our wars since we spend half the world's defense dollars ourselves. Who on earth, unless the entire world were to to gang up on us and actually even then, even a coalition of 200 countries who each spend one two hundredth of our defense budget buying their sticks and stones are not going to be a match for us and our giant weapons. So what do we have to do? We have to leave sophisticated weapons behind. That's what I think we did in Iran. We gave them now. We crashed a drone there so that they could, or we did a cyber attack that they discovered so that they would then be a cyber threat to us. I have long felt, although I am a free marketer, I'm a voluntarist, I don't even believe in big government or any government really, of course, a monopoly, territorial monopoly of the use of force. I don't believe in any of that. However, if you are going to have even a minarchist state, if you are going to have the, if the sole reason for a national government is to have um, national defense, then and those Those defense contractors have to contract with the government. They should not be allowed to contract with anyone else. There should be a very strict control of these advanced weapons so that our enemies don't get them. It's better that we don't have them, don't create them, don't fund them, don't introduce them into the world if we cannot maintain control of them. But I believe we intentionally let go control of them. And And there's one other thing going on. I have, when I used to argue with conservatives calling it WSB and they would say that ron paul's foreign policy of peace is dangerous that we need to go in there and just you know turn the the, the sand to glass as their candidate ted cruz would say a tea partyer by the way haha totally uh, just another neocon That I would say, look, what what happens when you when you violate the sovereignty of other countries, you destabilize the system, then they don't respect like really ultimately the consent of the governed is always required to have uh, governed. If you had to have governments whether it's personal governments or a state you can't do it without the consent of the government government that comes from a sense of rule structure we are not totally wild animals or this world wouldn't look like it does it wouldn't have the order that it does so when so i would say when you go in and violate like these other countries sovereignty you destabilize it they don't respect your sovereignty and what you do is you spread i use this expression a thousand times you spread refugees and terrorists across the world like wildfire and when i was listening to fox headlines this morning back to back stories 500,000 afghans ready uh, you know refugees to be to come like they're they're just poised at the borders to become refugees and then the next story was pakistan deals with isis k or whatever the hell like the new terrorist threat i mean it, it again a feature not a bug that's what they want to do but rethink your your eagerness for war this is this ha- it has been a setup from the beginning and it never ends and the more you think of it as a two party thing the more you is going to restart the cycle.
1: Yeah, you did point out in the past many times about leaving the weapons, which results in weapons makers and the military industrial complex cashing in. So what we have now is we have pharma cashing in billions upon billions, and we will probably likely have the weapons makers cashing in billions upon billions while everybody else is fighting among themselves between the left and the right. It makes me think of this show called Boys, and this is not a spoiler, this is probably in one of the synopses, is... During this show called Boys, uh, like an anti hero superhero show, they create super soldiers. And these super soldiers have just kind of wiped out crime. So they create super soldiers in terrorist organizations. They make it seem like it's an accident, but it's not an accident. They do it on purpose because the people, the corporation who owns the super soldiers, want to get paid to send their super soldiers out to kill the terrorist super soldiers.
0: Uh. I think I lost the connection of that with the Afghan story.
1: Well, you you were talking about leaving the weapons behind. They ma- oh. they make it seem like an accident that they created super soldiers oh. and terrorist organizations. So those are the weapons because they ne- they needed a oh. use for their oh, super soldiers. Oh, they are the weapons. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that's the only way. I mean, even right, even in Hollywood, they can't come up with a better, a more plausible explanation for how a bunch of of like people who live in caves are a threat that make us have to change our way of life and spend all that money. And they always act like it's the money. They're like billions of dollars. It's not the money. It's not the money. It's the weapons that they now have. The new toys. And that Afghanistan is the size of Texas.
1: That's correct, right?
0: I don't know. Probably. I mean, if that. It's pretty big, like as far as those countries over there go. And it's like strategically located. It's kind of like one of those you know, gateway kind of places between the Middle East and Central Asia. But um, yeah, it's just the way they talk about it. You
1: don't really think about that until you hear it. It makes you go, oh, I mean, that's still Places big. are
0: important because of where they are, you know, for transit or what they what they can provide or like, you know, the Suez Canal or Belgium, I guess, is a a transit place and Switzerland and stuff. And here they have the that is a transit place. And it's also between like these two oil rich regions. But the poppy stuff, I believe it's the only place in the world that can grow poppies now. Heroin type opium poppies, but or the only place that does it. I assume that they'll just move towards synthetics. Maybe that's what the fentanyl thing is all about. Just to get us, you know, transition to synthetics. I really don't know. But that is how the Taliban, who is now totally captive, if they weren't before, will finance everything, I guess. I don't know. I just, I get tired head because it's so, it's so artificial. Doesn't mean a lot of people aren't going to die. It's not going to, you know, maybe that's the, maybe we're being distracted from everything that's happening here by what's happening there. Maybe there's more going on over there that's, we're being distracted because of what's going on in the airport. I don't know. The airport. That's it. That's the story. The airport. After twenty and a half years. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Anyway, so um, before we wrap, I did want to hit some of the some of the fun like deal breakers and deal makers from the drum account, a uh, drum app. The DROM app, our, our latest sponsor, is a is a dating app that's values based. It's called Drum Drum slash. Prop report is how you get to our community there. And they have deal makers and deal breakers. Prop report is the invite code. And I'm looking at some of the ones. So you can go to the community deal maker and deal breaker page. And it shows like people in our community have highlighted these things as deal makers and deal breakers. So I'm just going to rattle off a few of them. You don't have to like pick somebody, but you could just click on that and, um, You know, if you have enough overlapping stuff, I guess they match you. I can't go all the way because my husband would freak out. (laughs) That also be a deal breaker or a deal maker, a willingness to go all the way. Whether you go all the way. You know, that's true. I I don't have, you can press on like sexual stuff. I I didn't do that. You can like, there's a special blue section. Anyway, uh, has a car. These are some of our features. What age you are. Um, that you enjoy family, playful, single, healthy, smart, attractive. I believe that in our crowd. Um, vaccine. There's a lot of questions about the vaccine. Are you vaccinated? Do you care if they're vaccinated? Are you skeptical of mandates, of passports, etc.? cetera? Uh, we have conservative, Christian, monogamous, married. Hold on. Some people. That's what, crazy.
1: It's like Ashley Madison. Isn't that that? Site,
0: yeah. Wow. You know. We, location, your position on masks, your position on, if you're antsy war, if you're nerdy, if you're open minded. I'm wondering if those, some of those are mine. <laughs> <laughs> Fun, honest. If you cook, if you want kids, if you have a job, um, if you are unschool, uh, if you per- support unschooling, it's very, it's very, it's stuff that I find very interesting and I love that we have our own community there. So
1: I see a deal breaker here that says porn. Now is that if somebody is
0: in porn or I don't know. Why did porn? I didn't look at I didn't I didn't click the porn one. Should I click the porn one? Do I have to have I think I. Have, I don't have to have a position on it. Let me look at porn. <laughs> did you look at it? But it said I don't <laughs> I'm not gonna look at porn. <laughs> not looking at porn um come on man you threw me off you're blowing up the clock the clock i i stick to you're the one looking at porn
1: so it's i'm trying yeah i'll
0: be i'm gonna be a while i don't you'll see me like (laughs) five years here it is porn i don't like porn your match doesn't like porn i don't like porn i think i might have actually answered that question i don't like porn I don't even like the idea of porn. I think it's bad. I used to not care, but I think it's like it's like the way they they attack young girls for like mental illness through TikTok. I think porn yeah. is after the it's after Also, how they you teach
1: young. So let me ask you questions. Date. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, they. You're not good at on dates if you're. No, well, really kids, it it's so
1: easy to get porn and kids just watch porn at a young age because they get all excited. They want to watch it. Then yeah. That's how they're going to learn to interact with the opposite.
0: Yes, stuff. right. I think that they're not good at interacting with real human beings. And I think it's bad for marriages, too. If People like that. They get married and they realize they have to be like nice to each other. Yeah, it's hard. It's difficult, I should say. OK, so let me just rattle off a few to you if you think that we should include them in our community on purpose or should we just let it just leave it um anarcho capitalism i think we that might be a little too extreme to make as like a a community value. yeah i think individuals can put that if they really want to all right honest do people have to be honest i feel like it's honesty a as a one. yeah i know but if honesty is your mantra i think you can be a little taxless
1: so you mean like people might take that as just they're going to be blunt just, all the time just
0: being honest
1: yeah See, people i can find, use that to be jerks
0: sometimes i can find flaws in everything though that's like my problem like every I think word it's a general
1: I, I don't think we're talking like strict like oh i'm gonna say everything that is just
0: mean but if it's priority like if this is what defines you like one is kind to be kind i'm like i think in a
1: relationship
0: honesty would be important I don't know, man. I mean, yes, yes, I agree with you. I agree with you. But I feel like if if you have a bumper sticker and it says one thing, like, isn't that different from just, you know, if you're, if you are, if your bumper sticker said brutally honest.
1: Then that person has deep seated insecurities <laughs> is what that is actually saying.
0: I know. I don't know. All right. So I'm not, I don't know. I'm not putting the honest and kind. If it starts popping up, that's good. I'll let people choose it, but I'm not going to do it. Benevolent, that sounds, you know.
1: Sounds nice.
0: It is nice. I'm not going to include it. (laughs) Anti-war, I feel like that's it like for sure, right? That's a
1: characteristic of the community, I think.
0: Our community, anti-war. I hate being anti, but yeah, anti-war. Volunteerism, that's not strictly necessary.
1: Um, Are these, so these are deal makers or deal breakers for the community or characteristics of the community?
0: Oh, I'll have to ask. Yeah, I'm not going to do any that really is strict unless it's strict. You know, like no murders. Yeah. Uh, Aliens. Aliens is a category.
1: I like aliens or the idea of aliens anyway.
0: I like them too. So our, our community has to. Be on board with aliens.
1: You don't have be a to part be part of our. So I guess no. I guess we don't. Don't.
0: <laughs> I'm just having fun. Um, I am dependable. So I wrote on my thing like I am dependable. That's but kind of like I'm honesty. Gonna, yeah. So, so well, I think that's for now. Way. This is how most of the stuff I'm gonna just very few things. will I tell them to like make as a part of our community. Yeah. But I, I went in and populated my own stuff. And that will influence like what you see when you say community characteristics. When you go to drum, DROM.DATE slash prop report. I'm into it. I want people to fill it up. I think it's I think a it's it's cool. very cool idea. And in our meetups, I have to say, uh, we do have quite a, you know, good looking crowd.
1: A lot of good looking people. Lots of all ages. All right. Well, if we're done looking at porn, then I think we can wrap so- it up.
0: I didn't even <laughs> find the porn. I said, I don't like porn. I don't like porn. That's in my... Forget it. Oh, well, On that
1: note, go ahead. On a
0: more serious note, actually, I have a very uh, important shout-out from an anonymous patron. Take care of one another and don't give up hope in loving memory of Doug Moxon. So... Mm. Take care of one another and don't give up hope.
1: I agree. Don't give up hope. should never give up hope. You guys can find your drive time news blast every week the afternoon at thepropreport.com or your favorite podcasting platform or the Propaganda Report podcast feed. If you want access to that extra content that we post every time we post to DMB, go to patreon.com slash report and join up there. We will talk to you all tomorrow or the patron 15. Have a fantastic rest of your day.